We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Lakers Nation, welcome in. Trevor Lane here for LakersNation.com, your home for everything Lakers. This is the LakersNation.com live postgame show. Well, tell you what, there are a number of days where I feel pretty much every day where I feel insanely lucky to get to do this, to get to talk Lakers basketball with, with all of you. Um, Today is not one of those days. Today, after what we just saw, man, I would I would love to not talk about, about what we just saw, but hopefully by the end of it, we'll all feel a little bit better. That's the way it tends to go when we get to vent through this because absolutely, that was about as brutal as it gets. Um, the basketball gods are unforgiving. Anthony Davis makes critical mistakes down the stretch. Fouls a three-point shooter. Misses a free throw after he gets fouled and then loses his man on the game-winning three-pointer at the buzzer in a must-win game against the Mavericks that would have created an opportunity for the Lakers to move up to the seven or eight seed. Um, a game which the Lakers were up for. They battled back, looked like they had it, and then they found a way to lose at the end by giving up six points on two possessions, two final possessions to the Mavs, three free throws, and then a three-pointer to lose the game. Um, I know a lot of you out there have a lot of thoughts, a lot of feelings, a lot of emotions, and we're going to get into all of that. We'll also talk about what this means for their record, what this means uh, for the playoffs, for all of that. But um, there's a lot to get into. There's a lot to get into, and I know most of you are not happy. I'm not happy with what we saw in, in this game. There's, um, there's a lot, a lot to talk about. So joining me to help break it down, Sean Spaces Davis. Sean, um, started this stream a little bit late because I needed a moment to sit and think about this one. I know that a lot of Lakers fans out there are very angry right now, very upset, very frustrated. And I think you can tell me what your thoughts are, but in my mind, I think they have a right to be in this moment. Yeah. Um, that just sucks, man. Like, demoralizing might be selling it short yeah. on how this feels um 
every freaking thing went right in terms of what you need. And I hate standings watching because to a certain extent, like you take the focus off yourself and what you need to get done. But th- this, this hurts that, that, that hurt. I'm not going to lie to you, Trevor. Everything around the league went the way you needed it to go. Everything. And the Lakers couldn't get out of their own way. Golden state lost to Atlanta. Minnesota lost to Chicago. New Orleans lost to Houston, Portland lost to Boston. Everything you needed to have happened, happened. And then the Lakers, despite not playing well in the first half, despite missing all the free throws, despite shooting terribly from three, put themselves in a position to actually win the game somehow, some way, and then found a way to not do so despite being up four late. Missed free throws again killed them. At worst, they should have been going to overtime. Anthony Davis misses one of two free throws after committing the foul. Made a stupid foul. Um, yeah, that's that's how. And this is, it makes the Houston loss, which was inexcusable to begin with, hurt that much more for this team. And it makes your playoff chances diminish because of some of the choices they made in this game and because of, again, terrible Terrible, terrible free throw shooting. This team shot 61% from the free throw line. 19 of 31. You lost by one. If you shoot anywhere near average from the free throw line, you win this game. But that's sometimes sports. That's sometimes the way it goes. You don't do what you're supposed to do. You don't live up to your end of of the bargain. The basketball gods are unforgiving. How many times do we see it in soccer where a team will hit the post three times, and then immediately give up a goal going back the other way. You have to finish your opportunities, and the Lakers simply did not um, in this game, and they made critical mistakes, and ultimately, the game was right there, and they handed it right back to the Dallas Mavericks, a team that already has a win over the Lakers that they shouldn't have had, a win that was given to them by the officials earlier on this season. The Lakers did not right that wrong here tonight, And this is not the official's fault. They did make some questionable calls. I thought the Kyrie, uh, the layup where they challenged and they they upheld a a foul call on Wendy and Gabriel, that was horrific. What's the point of having a challenge system if you're still going to get the call completely blatantly wrong? But this is not on the officials. This is on the Lakers and what they did to themselves tonight. Absolutely horrific stuff down the stretch. Chat really, really quick. Trevor is not blaming the refs. If anything, he just said he's not blaming the refs. No, not I'm saying that was a that was a terrible call. Right. But this is not on the refs. This is right. on the Lakers for not getting out of their own way. Right. And finishing this game off. Right. So both things can be true. That call can be horrendous, but it's still not heavy in the grand scheme of things impacting the game. Um, I'm going to address it right now because I just just cut right to the chase because I, I know a lot of people are going to want it from us. And at least from my yeah. perspective, Anthony Davis had as bad as a 30-second sequence as you can have at, for any player, right? Like, like you just pointed out, Trevor, he has – the foul on Maxi Kleba up four, which it didn't look like he was going to make it in terms of like if it was online or not. He, you foul him, he makes all three free throws. You miss one of two of your own free throws, and then 
you're you, you tag on the roll man and you leave maxi wide open for the game winner so again it's bad of a 30 second sequence is gonna but and i expect the lakers to do this as well this game is not on ad from the standpoint of yes that 30 second sequence is terrible and that's what everybody's going to remember everybody i'm sure knows what happened in the virginia game right the 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 kid who has had a phenomenal career in virginia follow me here has what the worst pass i've ever seen in an in-game situation he if you don't know he launched he's like on his side of the basket the uh, our vermin side of the basket he throws it from the corner launches it all the way past half court turnover Furman hits a three that's not the only reason why they lost the game so I know it sucks, and I'm, I'm going to get probably every master lock in the book now for not blaming AD. That 30-second sequence sucked, but the effort at times was terrible. You missed 12 free throws. You shot 5 for 20 from the 3. Malik Beasley and D'Lo no-showed. D'Lo was fine uh, with the, the assist and assist to turnover, stuff like that. Ton of defensive lapses. I don't think the coaching staff adjusts to certain things defensively. It sucks. The AD thing, everybody's going to rip them to shreds. And again, that 30-second sequence is as bad as it can get. But that 30-second sequence out of a 48-minute game is not why you lost. And that's all I'm going to say. Continue to to being frustrated with AD, and rightfully so. But that 30 seconds, if if you make three free throws, that 30-second sequence does not happen. And that's basically my point. That's my point. I mean... AD's decisions in the final and his actions in the final 30 seconds or whatever, that's what directly led to the final result. I mean, that's sure. that lost you the game in that sense. But yes, there were other things that happened to get to that point. Um, sure. Just like if, look, in soccer, if a, if a guy dribbles through all the midfielders, all the defenders, and then takes a shot right at the keeper and it goes through his hands and in, you can say, well, he had to go through the midfielders and had to go through the defenders, sure, but you're still going to be upset with the goalkeeper for letting a, a shot that he should have stopped go in. AD should have closed out this game. Obviously, you would love to see him make a free throw. There were a lot of guys who missed free throws tonight. Um, I can't take it off of AD, though, either. This is You want to be a 1A superstar, you don't do that. You don't do what, what we just saw tonight. Um, you don't run into a guy shooting a three. Um he knows he's a much better defender than that. He knows better than that. I'm sure he's going to take this hard, but I can't personally take this off of Anthony Davis and say, oh, this isn't AD's fault. I, I look at the way he closed out this game as the, the direct reason why the result is what it is, though there were a lot of things to get to that point, and a lot of mistakes that were made, but the biggest, loudest, most important situation, sure. Anthony Davis made not, not, just, not just came up short, but made costly errors not just you know he rotated over and a guy made a difficult shot or something like that and you can say oh ad should have done this or should have done that instead no he made huge mistakes when everything was on the line um i was hoping the ball wouldn't go to him uh when it was clear the mavs were going to foul when they were down one i was hoping it would go to schroeder or somebody like that it goes to ad we've seen him in this situation before and ironically it ended really? up playing out just like that Indiana shot from Nemhard. Um, brutal. Let me get to some fans here. Um, Giassi, free throws, box out emphasis needed in practice. Yeah, the box outs were bad until the Lakers went 
And people say Darvin Ham doesn't make adjustments. Um, Wenyan and AD playing together for a lot, the entire fourth quarter, essentially, that's that's an adjustment. That's an adjustment. Again, not saying they made all the right adjustments. Certainly didn't, but no adjustments is, is not accurate. Beasley and D'Lo not consistent. Is it possible to trade for Kyrie and Heald in the offseason? You can do the double sign and trade for Kyrie. Mm-hmm. Kyrie was phenomenal. Again, the Lakers did not. They lucked out that Luka didn't play, but Kyrie's missed the last few games. Suddenly he's okay to play in this one and goes off for 38. Um, you could do a double sign and trade for Kyrie, but then that hard caps you. It gets messy. I don't think that's, in spite of this game, I don't think that's the path you want to go down. That's me personally. Uh, Mario, heartbroken, master lock, AD, and free throws. I think the biggest thing was the free throw line. I mean, if yes. I had to pinpoint one thing, just just make your damn free throws. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, Ace of hearts, losses on AD. Knew we lost when he committed that foul. Never shows up at the free throw line. Reeves, our best free throw shooter, was missing the whole game. Yeah, I mean, Austin Reeves was six for nine at the free throw line. Wendy Gabriel was three for six. One for two from D'Lo. 0 for one from Beasley. Vando was one for two. Anthony Davis was eight for 11, which isn't bad, but he missed the biggest the biggest one of the game. Uh, I dropped my drink when AD fouled at the last play. I, I have no idea what he was even thinking there. No idea. Like, what's the point of closing out that hard on a three-point shooter at you're that moment? Four. Yeah, you're up four. I mean, uh, like, he's he's lucky that it wasn't a four-point play. Yeah, that's what we said there. Like, are you lucky it wasn't the four-point play, and now you're down. Uh, ben Mason said, never wanted to cry for a game as much as I want to cry from this one. I mean, it was awful. Always winning. Master locking Ham for not giving Wenyan 30-plus minutes. He was feeling it at the start, and Ham subbed him. Uh, Wenyan wound up playing, what was it, 23 minutes? Yeah, 23 minutes for Wenyan in this one. Probably could have seen more. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Okay. 
Um, when I'm looking at when I'm looking at this game, it's just a big, big missed opportunity. You go and you look at the standings now. The Lakers are the 10 seed by hanging on by a thread to the 10 seed. They're now behind the Oklahoma City Thunder. You already had to make up for that Rockets loss, which was, again, I've, I said it after the loss, inexcusable. There was no reason for that, and they completely did that to themselves. Now this is two games in a row at a point in the season where you can't do this. You just can't do this to yourself. You can't beat yourself, and that's what the Lakers did tonight. You know, you give the Mavs credit for hitting some threes and, and hitting the big shot at the end there, but the Lakers beat themselves, and you cannot do that at, at this point in the season. You essentially... To make up for this, you probably have to go on like like a six-game winning streak or something to make up for what they've done to themselves these last two games. This almost reminds you, and I hate to bring this up, this almost reminds you of last year's team where I feel like this year's team was making a, a, a strive in the right direction where this team started to find ways to win. Mm-hmm. Like last year's team and this year's team at the start, to maybe like January or whatever, they just like found every possible way to lose. Like at Philly, Indiana at home. Oh man, Indiana at home, Portland. And you, the list goes on and on. And then you mentioned like if you go to last year's games too, the list just gets longer and longer. Like they just found a way to lose. And, and even and even when um, like they were trying to make the run to come back, right? Mm-hmm. In, in the third quarter, we just we, we kept saying it on the playback stream. Like, oh, okay, Lakers got the lead on a one. Oh, well, shoot yourself in the foot is right back to nine. Um, and even when, like, they finally had the lead, right, you, you, you have an opportunity, I think it's a four-point lead, to push it seven at one point. Um, couldn't do it. They go down, they get a bucket. Now it's a two-point game late with, like, a minute left. Yeah. So just not being able to close it and not being able to um, just find a way to win. And um, because that's, in my opinion, one of the biggest traits of like every really good team is they just find a way to win. Shay Jordan said Lakers crapped the bed on a night everyone else lost. Yeah, it was going to be a perfect night. And they had it. They had it right there for themselves. Reed, this team tonight looked like they don't want to be in the playoffs. The season is over. Maybe next year. I don't even bring LeBron back. Thanks, AD. Oh, yeah. Look, if they if they drop any more. LeBron, that's it. LeBron's season's done. Oh, sure. Forget forget bringing them back. There's they're not bringing them back if they if they drop uh, any farther. If they if it's clear that they're not making it into the plan, he's that's it. Um, there's no point to bring him back. But I'll say the first half they weren't competing at a level that they needed to, and that's concerning yeah. because they did the same against the Rockets. The first half they no showed against the Rockets. Now it was worse against the Rockets. I thought the Rockets they looked they they looked like they were just playing a pickup game in the first half and then tried to turn it on in the second half. And it was too little too late. They kept missing shots. This game, they competed a little bit more, but still they didn't look like the team that was desperate to win and then tried to turn it on in the second half. And they did and looked like they were going to get away with it until they fumbled it on the one yard line. Um, that's a concerning trend. You, you can't do that. You can't play one half of basketball and look, disinterested is probably too strong of a word for the first half, but not look desperate enough in the first half and expect to win, particularly with so much riding on this game. 
Also, what was LeBron's the always winning says, what was LeBron's advice to AD? I don't know. I don't know what, what LeBron LeBron was giving him instructions. I don't know what LeBron said there. Was that Third game in a row? What's that? When LeBron, I know what he's talking. Was that after the foul or before? I forget. Well, it was before. Okay. Before. Um, third game in a row. D'Lo has not played well. Yeah, D'Angelo Russell. Look, he had 11 assists, which was which was nice. Uh, you'll, you'll take that, but didn't shoot the ball well. Didn't shoot the ball well in this one on a night when nobody could hit threes. D'Lo was 0 for 6 from three, five for 17 uh, shooting, and Malik Beasley was 0 for 3 from three. That's, I mean. There it is, 25% from three. The Mavs shot 47% from three. That's that's the game, you know. You you shoot average from three, and you win this game. You shoot av- If you shoot average from three and average from the free throw line, you win this game by double digits. If you make uh, two free throws, this game is completely different. Felt like a loss from last year. Need win versus Orlando badly. Yep. Oh, yeah. Now Orlando is beyond a must win. Like you are, you're, you're potentially done if you lose to Orlando on Sunday. Um, and by the way, if you don't show up against Orlando, they will beat you. They, they were with They lost by three to the Suns last game. If you don't um, show up to Orlando, you'll lose by 20. Yeah. Orlando is not, uh, Orlando is not a tanking team per se. Like their, their record is bad, but they play hard. Um, they are not in the tier of Detroit, Houston, San Antonio. They're not in that tier. They're in the next tier up. And yeah, if you do not show up for the game against Orlando, they will beat you. So that's going to be on the Lakers to show up for that. Tyler, that's the season, folks. Incompetence to sit AD for no reason on Wednesday and now lose tonight. This may start to get ugly and ugly quick. I mean, we'll see. Like I said, you, you essentially to make up for what the Lakers just chose and very much chose to do the last two games, um, you essentially have to go on like a six-game win streak. And in that stretch, you've got Orlando, Phoenix, OKC, Chicago twice, Minnesota. That's your next six. Phoenix obviously being the most difficult of that group, but uh, you got to start stacking up a lot of wins right now. Right now. Can't wait. Chris, forget all the what-ifs, free throws, bad D-low game. AD handed them this game. Foul, missed, defensive lapses uh, for the loss. He's not our 1A, I fear, post-LeBron. And that's the other thing. Like, the Lakers as an organization are trying to decide what is Anthony Davis. Is he the guy to, to pass the torch to? And can he stay healthy and all those things? You know, if you can't trust him down the stretch, and I don't know that that's where we're at necessarily, He's made some big plays down, down the stretch of games too. But if this is a concern that this is a problem for him moving forward, we've seen him miss free throws in crunch time. Um, that maybe, you know, you second guess there. Yeah. Uh, M dread said AD gave away the game season's over. I'm out. Well, I wouldn't say the season is over. No, it's not. It's not like season is over. You're the 10 seed right now. Like that's not ideal, but. Yeah. Really, really, really quick. Because somebody just put this in the chat and it's very telling. And you talked about it, it goes with that super chat as well about the season being over. You know, when 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 the Lakers were winning games with this team and the, the new version, chemistry was high, morale was high. You know, they looked like they could play competent basketball. But you know, now they hit their little bump. Like they've lost three of the last four. You knew you lose to the Knicks. 
You have the, the Pelicans game where you, you really just beat them off of a freakishly hot first half. And that game got a little closer than expected down the stretch. And he lost uh, back to back. Um, now you guys see, like, can this team respond? Like, you've lost three out of four. Your season is on the line. If your back wasn't already up against the wall before, it is 1,000% back against the wall now, season on the line now. And will this team – Will it, does this team have the mental fortitude – that's the right wording there, Trevor – to respond to when things aren't great? Because you blew the Rockets game by lack of effort. You blew this game because your superstar – didn't do it. Uh, didn't do his job in the last thirty seconds, amongst other things. Can this team respond? Sorry to cut you off, but yeah, just thought that was interesting. No, yeah, it's true. Uh, Ricky says, still don't want Kyrie. LOL. Look, I love people that want to take victory laps uh, after somebody has a good performance. Ky- Look, Kyrie was great in this game. The question about Kyrie isn't so much about Kyrie the player. Kyrie is great. The problem is you have no team around them. If you want to put Kyrie on the Lakers, it's Kyrie, AD, LeBron, and no one else. Everybody else. Goodbye, Austin Reeves. Goodbye, Rui. Goodbye, everybody else. And veteran minimums is the rest of your team. That's what your roster looks like if you go get Kyrie. That's the problem. That's the problem. The Lakers don't have that infrastructure already built in. So when we talk about, you know, you prefer to keep a team with depth versus go and get Kyrie. Look, again, Kyrie was great but it would be back to the same roster build that you saw before. And I don't and, think you want to go down that path. And again, I, I know Kyrie was phenomenal tonight, but like, like Trevor just said, you want to go back to the problems we just had. Um, Kyrie said, if he wants to come for $20 million, have at it. Sure. We'll, we'll make, we'll do whatever we have to do to get it. But he wants to get paid. And uh, the, the two-star method for the most part still really, really works. So um Love you, Kyrie. Great game. Uh, Mama mentality. Came down to free throws, period. Yeah, came down to free throws. Uh, Jay Delgado, it's like the fourth game they lost because AD misses a free throw in the clutch. Plus, he committed the awful foul on Kleba and missed on defense. I mean, I'll say that, like, if AD doesn't come over defensively, does Kyrie wind up taking the two? I don't know. But, yeah, AD lost Kleba defensively, too, but. That was... I don't even think he was trying to stop Kyrie. I think somebody like cut to the basket almost, but the, the Lakers already had a man there. I don't know who it was because I honestly forget who was on the floor, but that's why yeah. AD left. He dove to the basket to protect the rim where he should have stayed out, maybe be a more help or whatever, but don't completely commit towards the rim. That's how he lost well, Kleba. That's how Kleba got the shot off. The The mindset needed to be the one thing you can't give up is the two. Is the third. I'm sorry, is the three. The, the one right. thing you can give up is that, like, obviously you don't want to just give up a layup or anything like that, but you sure. really don't want to give up the three worst case with the two. Okay. Maybe there's a little bit of time left after the two and you get another shot at it or you go to overtime. That's, that's worst case. Yeah. If, you give, if you, if you, the shot you give up is a two, if it's a three, you're potentially losing the game. And that's, I, I, that mindset is where AD, if you're worrying about the guy diving in order to leave the three point shooter, well, and you put yourself in position for this to happen. Kyle said, hi, I'd like to return this. It's not the streak I ordered. Sorry. Thanks. Seriously. Oh my gosh. Okay. On to Sunday. Yeah. I mean, you have to have to start a winning streak. Now, Sean, it's time to face reality. We're not making a playoff run and they could still be in the play in. Like again, the teams around them losing helps, but the Lakers have not helped themselves recently at all. JJ, why, why can't this team take advantage? Everyone we needed to lose lost. 
lost to the uh, head-to-head the Mavs. Frustrating. Make your free throws. Yeah. Make free throws. And this game's over. And you win. Ben, why do you think the Lakers are so bad from the free throw line? I don't see other teams miss such pivotal free throws. I don't Is that a mental thing, you think? Yeah, because, I mean, like, you got, for the most part now, good free throw shooters. Like, Austin's been in a free throw shooting slump, and I don't know what it is. Like, six or nine, I don't have the numbers right in front of me. I could probably pull them up. But, like, six or nine tonight, it feels like he's missed at least one or two for each of the past few games. AD tonight missed him. Uh, he, obviously, everybody likes to remember the the miss. They, didn't he miss both against Philly at Philly? Is that uh, how I think he might have. Yeah, so like, all right, because he makes one, you win that game. So, yeah, it sucks. Um, I, I guess maybe mental is the only thing that it can be at this stage. Senpai said, might bench 225 30 times tomorrow out of pure anger. That's pretty impressive if, if you could pull that off. Uh, I would have sooner called timeout than inbound it to the guy who now lost us three games at the line. Did they have another timeout? No, because they lost it because of the stupid challenge. Not Darwin calling no, the I, challenge stupid, but the, the challenge the from the refs. Yeah, sure. So, yeah, I was, you know, we were live on playback during that. And I was, I was hoping it was going to go to Dennis and that he was going to be able to maybe burn a little bit of clock too. And instead, they went, uh, they go to AD. The second they went to him, I went, uh oh, this might not be a good, good feeling. Like, no, like if, you, if you're if that's your superstar, maybe outside of Giannis, there shouldn't, there isn't one superstar where you look around and like, you think if like, and if you say Shea isn't a superstar yet, okay, but like, you think if Thunder fans with the game on the line to seal it. Shea's going to the free throw line. They're saying, uh-oh, Luca for the Mavs, Tatum. Like, like, like seriously. People are nervous in that situation, but there's a there was like a sense of dread, right? Yeah. Because like, we've seen this before. Uh-oh. Yeah, there isn't an uh-oh. And even I, I didn't say it, but it went off in my head like, oh, no. Like, come on, AD. So it, it sucks. And AD's still a superstar, but, like, you don't want that from your 1A guy. No matter, again, maybe – and even Giannis has pulled through in the clutch in, in certain situations – but from your 1A guy, it shouldn't be a down on my Okay, Steph going to the free throw line. Tatum's going to free Okay, cool. We got this. In the bag. Game's over. But sucks to have that feeling. Wicked Bronco. AD load manages against Houston. AD plays soft in the first half. Guys miss free throws. Dumb decisions at critical moments. Refs make terrible calls. AD fouls on a three-point shot for no reason. Kleba hits a three. For a veteran group, too many dumb decisions. Yep. That second half is all accurate. The first half, AD, that when you say AD load manages, you make it seem like it's his decision. Was AD soft in the first half? He was, he started hot, but I felt like the team in general just didn't have the urgency that they needed to in the first half. Yeah. And then, yeah, I mean, the rest of that, sure. I mean, yeah, they missed free, you missed 13 free throws in a game, you lost by one. Dumb, yeah, the, the last 30 seconds we've talked about on end already. That terrible, terrible, terrible um, review that they got done with in way like even the review was way too quick. Like that's yeah, sucks. Uh, Be blessed said this one is on AD and free throws. Yeah, sure. I mean that's that's accurate. 
Uh, oh, this is a good question. Do you think this pushes the Lakers in the direction of Kyrie in the offseason? So Kyrie says, hey, I still want to be a Laker. Do you think this changes their, the Lakers' mindset at, at all? No. I mean, what for? Like you're, you're basing your that, – that's just a too reactionary approach to it. And I feel like that's actually what we've seen from the Lakers. Like, no, actually, perfect example, the championship year. Like you got not that's not not that year, the year after. You got two uh like trying to reverse the car. I forget the saying or whatever, but trying to trying to fix something that doesn't necessarily need to be fixed. And you got two reactionary to a bad shooting series and LeBron getting hurt, AD being hurt, and you go trade for Russ and you break up what was a great thing, and you went you were like twenty four and seven to start off the year. We haven't seen that level of sustainability from this group yet but completely veering course and saying okay Kyrie had 32 points or 30 whatever he had tonight that's going to change our mind and we're going to go get Kyrie no that that's not the reason tonight doesn't change it if you have another reason it's not because of tonight right yeah I don't think you do you that's a knee-jerk reaction and that can be dangerous um AD always disappears like I wrote last time not a 1a player 1A player means there he's there when the money is on the line. Should LeBron sit out? I mean, we'll see what they do over the next like six games. That's yeah. I think essentially a determined. I mean, LeBron's getting reevaluated in less than a week now. I think it's the 23rd, 24th. He gets reevaluated, and um, then we go from there. And then we see uh, when can he come back, and what do the Lakers do over this? If the Lakers just go on like a six game, I'm not expecting this. If they like lose the next six and they drop out of the plan, then yeah, LeBron's season's over. Uh, if they win their next six, then he's coming back. They go five and one or something. They coming back. You know, I mean, that's, that's the thing, right? You can expect that LeBron probably is going to come back, but should they go on some crazy losing streak that we're not expecting or something? Then yeah, that's, that would do it. That would do it. So I don't, I don't, if you can get into the play in, then no, LeBron should not sit out. Even if it's the 10 seed, he should not sit out. JJ Castillo, deja vu like the Pacers game at home. Lakers once again failed to get another must-win game. What was AD thinking? Fouling Maxi and making a free throw. Yeah, I know. That's that's the unfortunate part. Lapses from AD costed them. D'Lo faded. Kyrie didn't get Kyrie. Uh, again, it's not so much like we've said it. Kyrie is better than D'Angelo. There's no question. Kyrie's better than D'Angelo Russell. It's what does the rest of your team look like? Because it's all veteran minimums, essentially. If you go get Kyrie. Is that enough? Kyrie, LeBron, and AD, and then everybody else making better a minimum? Does that work? I, no. I think we've lived that life for the last couple of years. Now, Kyrie is a much better fit than Russell Westbrook. No question there. And so I think it would be better than what we saw. But it's really hard to build out an NBA team that way right now in today's league. Uh like I said last time, Trevor, Eric says, cocky, mediocre team that plays good for a while then just stops functioning in at least one aspect of the game. Unfortunately, their um, they're one aspect in tonight's game, it was free throws. It was free throws. They were just not able to get it done there. All right, I, I do have uh, a sponsor that we need to give a shout out to. And that's a sponsor that I absolutely love at Shady Rays. Uh, they have been my daily driver for sunglasses for years now. And our friends at Shady Rays have you covered from the suns to the slopes. 
uh, with polarized premium shades, customizable snow goggles, and much more. They're an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've worn. Durable frames, extremely clear optics uh, for outdoor adventures. And they have the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose a pair, break a pair, even the day you get them, uh, they will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. I have literally done this. I have five pairs of these sunglasses because I liked all the different styles so much. And I've just kind of accumulated them over the last few years. Um, this is before they be even became a sponsor of the show. And um, I, I had a pair where I set them on the seat of my car. I sat on them and went, uh-oh. And sure enough, contact Shady Rays. They sent me a brand new pair for free, covered. Um, absolutely. For somebody like me, I lose sunglasses often. I break sunglasses often. That uh, guarantee is absolutely phenomenal. They look great. They feel, again, they are my daily driver sunglasses and have been for years. Uh, exclusively for our listeners, Shady Ray Rays is giving you their best deal of the new year. Go to ShadyRays.com and use the code LakersNation for 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourselves the shades rated five stars by over 200,000 people. Again, strongly recommend them personally. Been using them for a long time. So go check out Shady Rays. Use our code LakersNation. Uh, Rick Sanchez said this loss mostly on AD. Can't foul up four and then brick a free throw then lose Kleba for the game-winning three. Like, even if, let's say AD hits both free throws, people are still mad at AD, right? Yeah. Assuming and, everything and, else plays out the same way and you're going to overtime. Yeah, and, and rightfully so. Because um, even if you win the game in overtime, I still think people would be pretty upset. Like, we should not have gone to overtime, and and, and deservedly so. Um, yeah, it, it sucks. Like, it, like I said at the top, just as poor of a 30 second stretch from your superstar as you can have. And again, I'm not to not backtrack, but to go back to what I said earlier about not necessarily blaming the game on AD. I'm not necessarily arguing against anybody that does either because you, like we've already detailed, you missed 13 free throws. I, I don't even want to look at the statue. You think we shot like five for 25 from three. But again, D'Lo didn't really shoot the ball all that well, et cetera, et cetera. Dallas was hot all night long and until maybe the fourth quarter. Um, all that said, you still win the game if your best player doesn't foul up four, he doesn't miss one of two, and he doesn't lose Maxi Kleba. You still win the game with all those things considered. And uh, so, again, that that that's just um, – yeah. Yeah. This, this is going to – and the thing is, this is the kind of game that's not just going to sit with you for a while – this is the kind of game that we're not going to forget, right? This isn't the kind of game that, hey, tomorrow, midday, you're going to have moved on past this one. This is the kind of game that could potentially be devastating for your season. Uh, HB Triple Threat said, so have never been a GM, but I guess maybe this is why you play AD against the worst team in a back-to-back. -back. We are worried about rest, and we literally are about to get more rest than we can handle when we miss the play-in. I, again, I, I keep going back to... What is the percentage? What's the risk? What's the risk, right? If the word is AD doesn't play in back-to-backs, there's a reason for it. What is the risk factor? Is it a 30% chance that Anthony Davis is going to suffer a re-aggravation of his injury if he plays in a back-to-back? -back? Is that what the doctors are telling you? If so, are you okay with taking that risk that there's 30% chance that your season ends? 
that game. Because let's face it, if you play AD against Houston and the risk is increased, and I don't know what the percentage is. That's what I'm asking. I, I would like to know that from the Lakers. What is the enhanced risk? If you play AD against Houston and he has a re-aggravation of his foot, your season is officially over. Right? You're done. That's it. You're, you're not going anywhere if you lose AD at that point. So if it's a 0.5% chance, then yeah, you start wondering why would the Lakers not just play him? If it's a 30% chance, then, I mean, that's kind of scary, right? 33%, one in three chance that your season ends in that game. Then you got to start thinking about, well, maybe, you know, we can just get it done without him. So that's really what I would like to like to know there is what exactly is being communicated there and what's the risk factor for playing Anthony Davis, particularly if he's saying he's he's pain-free, what is the risk um, in that situation? Because I think you can rationalize it. If it is a high risk that he's going to get hurt, you can rationalize sitting him because, let's be real, yes, you needed to win that game, but if AD gets hurt, you're, you're done, done, right? So that's the challenge with that situation is what really is the risk there we would all love to see him play, prefer to see him play. Hell, if not even AD, if Mo Bamba is healthy, they win that game against Houston, right? If they just showed up, they win that game against Houston. Um, if the Lakers just played harder, right? I mean, just gave the minimum level of effort in the first half, they win that game against Houston. Uh, but I don't want to put all the blame on, oh, the Lakers should have played them without knowing exactly what the risk factor is. Yeah. If it's like a 1% chance, I mean, you already went through it, but if it's a low probability below like 5%, then you, then the questions start to come up like, yeah, why is he not playing? But you know, that's just stuff that uh, we don't know, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, AD said, we'll probably say this loss is on me, rinse and repeat. Uh, I, I haven't seen AD's postgame quotes just yet. Curtis said, it's clear Kyrie took the rumors about the Lakers no longer being interested personal. He showed why he's worth the possible sign and trade of D'Lo. Uh, Lakers should look to keep everyone else and still get Kyrie. That, that's not possible to keep everyone else. And I, I don't think, I'm not sure we can determine that Kyrie took it personal. I think we can determine that the defensive game plan for Kyrie Irving for 75% of the game was just bad. Like, they finally started putting two on the ball in the fourth quarter. That's how they started to make the run, actually, was, you know, put two on the ball with Kyrie, boom, boom, boom. So there's an adjustment they made, but a little too late, and Kyrie goes off for 30 in the first two quarters or whatever, something like that. So um, I don't think he took it personal, per se. And let me, you know, one of the things that's going to get overlooked in this, let's give Dennis a little bit of credit. Sure. Because he was... Not good for much of this game. There were moments where we were saying this needs to be a low minutes Dennis Schroeder game. But I thought he stepped up in the fourth, made some big plays, made some tough shots, also took a bad shot late in the fourth. But defensively, he was all over the place on, on Kyrie. His speed was a factor there. And, and so for a guy who was really not having a very good game, I thought he went a long way to sort of turn things around when the Lakers needed him most. And he hasn't had an easy go of things the last few games. So it was good to see kind of the Dennis Schroeder that we've seen in fourth quarters recently uh, in the last what couple of months reappear in this one, because I thought with the exception of a few decisions, uh, particularly in terms of, of, of when he took shots and where he took shots from, 
he also made some really nice plays for the Lakers in the fourth quarter, and uh, and I was happy to see that. He might have went on like a 7-0 run by himself in the mm-hmm. pivotal moment of the game. He hit a mid-range jumper. He had a three that was big time, I think, to cut the lead to three. They might have gotten another floater somewhere in there as well. Um, missed on a couple of lob opportunities to AD that you, you wish to have back. I'm sure he wishes he had back. But, um, yeah, I, I thought Dennis played really, really well in the fourth quarter, and he needed that performance out of him. Kyle said, loss like this crushes momentum and could derail the team. Free throws lost us the game, and AD has missed so many late game free free throws in the past. That's why I did not want to see the ball go to him there. Um, So much pressure in this game. And man, now it's all, I mean, he's going to be feeling this for the next couple of days at least. Sean Tate, it's time to let go of the AD experiment. Is that where we're at? Like it's, it's time to move on from AD this summer? I, again, I, in uh, it's bad guy Sean here. I don't want to say that because right now in the heat of the moment, that's a knee-jerk reaction. Good so point. I'm going to temper it for right now. You finish out the season, see if, if you make the play and make the postseason, cool, and then you reevaluate. That, that is a legitimate question, though, for sure. This offseason, when the season's over, when that, whether it's the playoffs exit, uh, championship, mm-hmm. God forbid, not God forbid, uh, God hopefully, um, <laughs> God willing, <laughs> God willing, um, or a play. Uh, you, you don't make, you don't even make the play in. I do think that's a legitimate conversation topic, but not right now because if you're yeah. saying like it's time to let go of AD, you're saying that because how this game ended. Now, yeah, now is not the moment to make that decision, right? Lakers 49ers for life said this team needs to work on its free throws. Pathetic and unacceptable. AD has to be disciplined and not foul. You have to make your free throws. Huge loss. 100% huge loss. By the way, I'm way behind in the chat as, as usual. So people are responding to me at the beginning. Say Trevor, oh, yeah, Trevor is pissed. Uh, guys, look, I mean, you guys know this isn't... There's There's those people who cover a team where they are, you know trying to be objective observers. They're not a fan of the team, right? They're, they're yeah. separated from it. So moments like this, they just, it's like any other night, right? They're going to cover it the exact same way because, but with me, with us, with, with Lakers nation here, um, I grew up around this team. I grew up as a fan of the, of this team. Um, there's a reason why when people talk about the, the hard work we put in and everything, it's because this is a passion of ours. So it's, absolutely going to it's there's times where it's going to get to me and moments like that oh i'm gonna be i'm not gonna be in a great mood tomorrow after after what happened because i'm just like all of you um i'm living and dying with each possession each play and each game and i'm getting fired up for all these moments too um and there's the good and the bad to it obviously getting to celebrate together is great but moments like these folks i i am going to feel it too just like all of you do and yeah if you say trevor is pissed you're damn right i am um and and frankly i wouldn't wouldn't be doing the the doing what i do here if i if i wasn't and i didn't feel that right right um really 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 quick two quick things one's a reaction to a comment one's a peek behind the curtain this is only the second time ever uh this year two for me second time ever unfortunately it's the second time this season even i've kind of been scared to text trevor about like post game it happened to Celtics <laughs> game too the only That's, reason why i texted trevor 
is because I didn't see the stream pop up yet. But like, <laughs> it was a legitimate fear. Like, oh shoot, I think Trevor's really pissed. Um, I am not. I am not happy after this one. And, and Lakers fans should not be. Should not be pleased after this. Last quick thing. Somebody brought up in the chat about why not foul up four from a coaching side of things because you're up four and basically you get a stop. The game's over. Don't extend the game. You got to trust your defense um, to, to, to put the game away. Yeah, and again, like you want to talk about not being putting yourself in that situation. They took some bad, bad shots down the stretch. Like you want to talk about D'Angelo. Like, people want to get mad at D'Lo. You want to get mad at D'Lo. He took some, like, I'm having a good game shots. And he did not have a good shooting game, right? Like, he took a couple of threes to try to put the game away. Like, you had confidence he could hit it, but it just wasn't his night. Um, so you could have put away on that end. And then same, I saw something on my timeline about why didn't you foul Kyrie up too? Well, that's no. for You You could play defense for six seconds and don't have a lapse. Unfortunately, they did then the game's over. Why prolong the game is, is basically the point. You trust your guys to get a stop. They didn't, obviously, but that's that's what you do. And the Lakers, this situation, couldn't get the job done. And, um, yeah, but that's why you don't foul up for in that scenario. I know it's like 38 seconds left. You definitely don't foul Kyrie Irving up too. Yeah. I mean, hindsight – you would have rather just given them the two points of fouling up to and then and, going over and then have a shot to win it yourself with like three seconds or something like that. But, we don't have a but yes, you're right. But in general, you're you're not you're not gonna do that. You're right, yeah. No timeouts or anything, but still. Uh crazy how AD cost us three games this year because of missed free throws. Why did he guard middle? Need bubble AD back. He was like 86 to 88 percent at the line. I mean, he didn't shoot poorly on the night at the line, right? Like the losses or the misses really stand out. But what was he, 8 for 11? He's like 82% on the year, maybe. Yeah. that's that. I mean, that's not a bad free throw. On a night when Austin Reeves was 6 for 9 and Wendy Gabriel was 3 for 6. You know, I mean, AD, when the dust settled, didn't shoot that poorly at the line. But the misses that he did have were were pretty loud, particularly, of course, the one at the end. Yeah. Getting Kyrie is a priority, and AD is just a choke artist. I knew we were losing just uh, a bunch of guys who can't get it done, shaking my head, can't even make free throws, hate these sorry guys. You know, it was like a week ago. We were talking about how this is a team that just finds a way to get it done and finds a way to win. <laughs> literally. Like, literally a week ago. But, um, yeah, they, tonight they did not. Tonight they looked like the the pre-Russ Lakers who found a way, or the, the pre-trade deadline Lakers, who found a way to lose a game late. Uh, they found a way and it was brutal. Again, it let's not let's not go down the knee jerk reaction path. Like you want to talk about a week ago. A week ago we were saying, "Oh, we don't need Kyrie." Like and yeah, so let's not get overreactionary here. Uh Anthony, watched every game this season. Every time I get my hopes up, I'm disappointed. Can't watch AD choke anymore. Thanks for all the great content. Yeah, I mean it's it's definitely disappointing when you have a game like this. Yeah, definitely disappointing. Um, and we've rid we rode that roller coaster for so long, and a lot of people finally felt like, hey, and I did too. Like, finally, we can get behind this team, and they're going to go, and let's do something, and and they've got the pieces, and they fit, and and they're going to make something happen here. And these last two games have just been been brutal. I mean, 
opportunity knocking and the Lakers just refusing to answer the door. Uh, it's, yeah, uh, it is absolutely crushing. Absolutely crushing. AD and Austin and why not foul on the last possession? Sean, you just uh, went into that, so we don't have to rehash that as far as why you don't foul on that possession. But um, if you were up three, then yeah, you foul. Oh, yes. Ryan said, we come back playing our only listed centers together in the fourth by out-rebounding, and Sean is going to say, we don't need a big. We missed on Huff. Go ahead, Sean. Because I, I, I don't know if you saw my Twitter. I got a ton of flack for my comment after the Rockets game. To clear that up, please, because Twitter apparently is not the way to do it. My only point with the center thing was that that individually was not why you lost. There were four other bigger issues, in my opinion, that lost you that game. The effort being the biggest one. Duh, you, if, if you have Mo Bamba, you probably win that game. But without the center, you still should have won the game if you had taken care of business. And that, unfortunately, might be the biggest frustration with this team, is that, yes, there, there's always like that, that little problem or whatever that I feel like gets become a bigger excuse like yeah um you, like tonight you missed the free throws you did this this that you still should have won right that game you don't have a center that gets blown out of proportion where you still should have won the game if you have an average shooting night you freaking guard on the perimeter better you just play with effort like trevor i'm sure you guys talked about in the post game show they just slept walked the first half they just sleepwalk. If you play basketball for at least the second quarter, you win that game. You, you can sleepwalk the first quarter even, maybe. You win that game. That was my only point. No, duh, they needed a big. But you handle business, you still win without a big. That was my only point. Please stop flooding my mentions with the big comment. I mean, I think if you have a big that is anywhere near respectable, you probably win that game just because you needed somebody to help you on the boards, particularly in the, those Rui minutes. Um, but that I don't want to relitigate the, the Houston game. That's that's another painful game that I don't want to get into. Bad Dog says AD equals another disappointment. Low IQ player. I mean, I don't want to say he's a low IQ player in general, but he made a really boneheaded play there um, to foul a three-point shooter. He absolutely... Like, even if it was rookie Anthony Davis, we would say he should know better than what he did there. That's what uh, sucks, because he's such a generational defensive player, and you would not expect it to happen from AD. Uh, trade AD for star wings. Who? I don't know who exactly you're getting there, but uh, but sign veteran minimum centers. Also who? You, right. Who are, you, who are you getting there? That's the question. Sai said, this season has been detrimental to my mental health. I feel you, man. I feel you. Um, this is a brutal one. This is a brutal one for sure with so much on the line. Uh, Kyle said, and permanently master lock Maxi Kleba. Yeah. I mean, look, they they would have been right there about to get back to 500 again. Now you have to go on a three-game win streak just to get to 500. And they've had two opportunities to get to 500 in the last week and blew both of them. And now you find yourself three games below. AD lost this game. He made three crucial mistakes at the end. Um, playing so far back in the paint. Yeah, I mean, he lost the lost the game right in the final moments. Uh, just call me Trey, said let's get straight. 
AD fouls on the three-point line. We're up four. AD goes to the line, misses free throws. AD gives up the winning three all in 50 seconds, not to mention all needed teams loss. It was such an opportunity. Such an opportunity. And the Lakers, they crumpled it up and they throwed it away. They said, no, thank you. We're not interested in moving up in the standings. Uh, three must-win games we should have won. Houston, New York, Dallas, all lost by low effort to start the game. Terrible decisions. Soft AD. Never seen a team lose games like this so much. Um, Wenyon, Reeves, Schroeder, Vando. Only ones who care. Are you disappointed with the energy level from, from the team for the first half? Yeah. Um, uh, totally. Especially the past couple of games. I, I think the Pelicans game is an outlier. And if the Lakers miss out, on getting one of the higher up plan seeds, like a seven or eight, you could say a six seed potentially. You can point to Minnesota. You want to talk about effort and just like nobody showing up. Um, Minnesota, the Knicks, and tonight. And then Houston, like that's four games that, and I don't even want to talk about the beginning of the season anymore. That team is completely different. This team, they, again, just taking care of business. There, there, there's nothing to worry about. And um, it's just frustrating that the effort level, or not even the effort, just the, the lack of sense of urgency, which you, you hear everybody talk about, like, stop talking about it. Like, your back is against the wall. You're now the 10 seed, 6 seed, my blank. Like, come on. <laughs> you yeah. can't say you want something and then you no-show Two first halves back to back, you nobody plays against Minnesota, and then the next game is a blur. But I think they no showed the first half of that game too, right? Basically. Uh, that that game in general was just they they just weren't sharp that game. I wouldn't say that that was a no show. They were just not sharp that game. All right, so like like six seed is okay. Minnesota's on the schedule. We got to be on our on our blank. We got to be on our stuff for Minnesota. Dallas, oh, tiebreaker on the line. We could get to seventh. Okay, we got to be sharp. We got to make, we got to tie up some things. Houston on the road, no matter who's on the roster, we can't no-show a first half. Like, that yeah. is what's unacceptable. You can't no-show games when your goal is to be the sixth seed. That is what's frustrating, is saying Absolutely. your goal is this and no-showing. Absolutely. You, you just, again, a night full of things that you simply cannot do. Can't do it. Josh said, I'm taking a break from watching the Lakers play live. They either make the playoffs or they don't. This sucks. Yeah, I mean, it may come down to, hey, record it or whatever. Save it on your DVR. Watch it if uh, the outcome is good. If it's getting to you. I've talked about that in the past. Um, let's just do this. Master lock of the night. All right, Sean. What's the one thing you are master locking from this one? If you had to pick what, just one thing, there's plenty of stuff to throw into the master lock, plenty of reason. We've talked about a lot of it tonight. What are you putting in the master lock? Free throws, the, yeah. the, the free throw shooting. Um, it, it's the biggest thing that I feel like you, you just, regardless of how frustrated I am, that and I, I was overly angry about the coaching staff's defensive scheme with Kyrie tonight. Regardless of that, regardless of everything, regardless of the, the ref's terrible call down the stretch, if you make free throws, all that is irrelevant. 
you make three more free throws. You you miss two free free throws, like literally the freest of free free throws on technical fouls, and you missed them. You make free throws. AD doesn't get put in that situation with 40 seconds left. The the other stuff doesn't matter if you just make your freaking free throws. Yep. Yeah. The the free throws. Um Definitely deserving. Uh, since you picked free throws, I'm going to go and say Anthony Davis. Um, you want to be the guy? You don't do what you just did tonight. Yep. You know, just flat out. I mean, you can't. You can't be the guy making those mistakes in crunch time. You can't be. Black Panther said AD and missed free throws cost us the game. Yep. Yeah, we'll do a few more here. I'm still way behind. A lot of people had a lot to say in the in the chat tonight, so I'm way behind. I've got a lot of catching up to do. Uh, after the fact, but when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Yeah. Ultimately, this is just a, a very, very rough game. Oh, no. Mr. Hassan said, I'm from the UK. I stayed up till 2.30 oh, no. in the morning to watch this game. It's now 5.20. I can't sleep after what I just saw. That's even worse to me. You stayed up, right? Deprived yourself of sleep to watch that, and then the Lakers did that to you. Horrible. I, I feel I feel even worse for you. That that is I really uh, hope you don't have work tomorrow, man, because I would be pissed if I stayed up and watched that and then yeah. had to go to work right away in the morning. Uh, a good point here. Wenyon played well despite the loss. Props to him. He did. Wenyon Wenyon really showed up in this game. He made some big plays for the Lakers, doing some things in the offensive glass. Sure, there were moments where I wish he had finished on some and-one opportunities and things like that. But in general, Wenyon, Wenyon was excellent tonight. I think it was a Rui Hachimura three that brought us, like, kept us within range. And Wenyon, I'll just cut to the chase. Wenyon was our second-best player tonight. I don't think that's too far-fetched. Um, you're not in this game without winning Gabriel. Just his impact near the basket on both sides of the ball, both ends of the floor, whatever. Um, yeah, he was he was spectacular tonight, and hopefully this is uh, a sign of what he can continue to do going forward. As the Lakers are going to be missing Obama for a couple more weeks, should have given the ball to Reeves to create. We were talking about that at one point in the fourth. Yeah, having Reeves a little bit more involved. It just he's so good at getting to the free throw. I mean, the Lakers couldn't seem to score from the field. But um, all right, let's finish with this. Have to pick yourselves off the floor. No giving up. Yeah. Now you have no choice but to go out there and win. You've got to run off some wins now. 
So the Lakers have to decide because they've made two two games in a row. They've made choices that indicated they were not interested in winning. The Houston game especially, but Dallas as well in the first half. They looked like a team that was not interested in winning, not playing with the desperation that was required of the moment, and then made decisions that winning teams don't make down the stretch. Um, and that was Anthony Davis in the final moments. Um, so the Lakers have to decide. What do they want? What do they want out of this? You have 11 games left. Where do you want those 11 games to take you? Do you want to make a push? Do you want to make a run? Because I think the talent is there on this roster to do it. If you don't, then run out the clock and go start your summer. If you want to make something of this, then start playing like it. Start showing up for the first half. Opportunity to prove it is, is against Orlando. We'll find out. This is a conscious choice. What do you want to do with the rest of the season? And we'll see what they do. That, that's all they can do now. All we can do now. Wait to see. Does this team want to go home? Or do they want to make a run with the talent that they've got? Find out. Look, I, I, I guess I'll land my plane here. Um, you got 11 games left. Your back is up against the wall because of nobody else but yourself. And I, I really do feel in my heart of heart that they think they can do something really, really cool, right? Because like you said, I think the talent's there. I think at its best, and we've had only small moments of it, at its best, it really, really works, right? But the Lakers are, are and Laker fans are accustomed to playing deep into May and, and into June. If you want to prove that you can be that, then be that for the last 11 games and show and give Laker fans that hope that we got for the first 10 games or whatever that, oh, you know what? We're, we're This is the Lakers we're used to because this Lakers can play into May like we're used to. Laker fans aren't really used to, you know, having teams go on vacation a month and a half early and start their like, – I don't want to start my draft coverage in April. That's depressing. Like, that's yeah. what I had to do last year. I want to – keep diving into like sky reports and X's and O's for playoff series. Like, so if you want to be that team and be a Lakers team, we'll go ahead and show us for the next 11 games. Show us, don't give us another raw, raw BS speech. Or just like you said, just, just go ahead make your reservations. Let me know. Personally, you can find me on Twitter at Sean underscore DABI. Let me know. I'll start my draft prep next week. So when the season is over, we can, hit the ground running, but come on, man. Nobody freaking wants that. Let's go. Yeah. Go out there. I mean, and again, there's honestly, there's nothing they can say in their post game or anything. That's going to matter. Um, I mean, obviously they should be upset, but um, the only thing they can do now is, is prove it on the floor. So like if they're saying, Oh, we're, you know, we're going to step up or our backs against the wall. We're, we're going to play desperate. We're going to do all this stuff. Show it. It yeah, on the I don't care anymore. All right. That's going to do it for today, for tonight. Hopefully, Sunday, um, we're in a much better situation. Sunday, they take on the Magic, and we find out what decision the Lakers made. Did they decide that they want to make something of the remainder of the season, or did they decide that they're ready to go home? We'll find out on Sunday. Oh, Rough night. 
rough night. We're right there with all of you. Thank you guys for joining us. Hopefully you were able to vent a bit. Um, probably not going to feel better after this one, but at least get out some of that frustration. Till next time, everybody. See ya and stay safe. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.